Welcome back to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Steph Merch. I am here with Ms. Alex Lodner today. Hello. Lodner, Lodner. Lodner. Shoot. Lodner. Uh, I'm start charging you. I should. I think I was thinking I was doing it right, so I was hitting on the other one. <laughs> it's just, I give up, really. Alex <laughs> Al. fine. Alex just, Al. I just be Alex. Like, Alex. Just Jack. Oh, just like, yeah. Just Alex. You're like Cher. Do the thing with the hands. With yeah. like Cher. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, gang. We are uh, at the top two in hour two, so let's just do it. And now, the Weekly Dish presents Top 2, Top 2 The Top 2 Pick your best two In our two Alright, give me two with Alright, it's the time, you guys, where we talk about a couple things that we're a little obsessed with or uh, can't stop thinking about What is your first one? My first one is, believe it or not, once again, I'm complaining about the weather, but <laughs> I got to go I went to my first ice bar Oh, nice! I mean, I've been to in previous years, Yes, but don't like the idea. Don't right. want to be outside. Okay. Nothing you can do to make me like it. Yep. This one I loved. We I went to Red Wagon. Oh. With a huge group of people. Yeah. We had he has uh Pete Campbell, yep. owner, has solo shows out there nice. that put out some serious, serious warmth. Oh good. Oh, it is so cozy. It is so comfortable. My feet got a little bit cold because we're out there for so long. Yeah. But everything else, I was completely comfortable in every way. They have a gorgeous ice bar, of course. They have batch cocktails there. Um, it was so much fun. He has the EDBD little stove, uh, solo stoves too, which he swears don't put out heat. But Oh, he, the teeny ones? The teeny ones. So yeah. I had just ordered one. It had just come. And he was like, oh yeah, no, those those are worthless. Here, let me light one for you. And he lit it. To show me that I should return mine, and it was it was beautiful enough. I ended up keeping it. Okay, but oh, it was just I get it now. I I am you're in. It was a revelation. It was a revelation. <laughs> it was warm to perfection. It was <laughs> okay. It was a great whole situation. Yes. Experience. Yes. I went on a journey. You were on the journey the with the ice yes. bar. I see. Was, I see you on your journey. I loved it. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. Food, of course, always amazing. We had the giant table. I mean, there was fifteen of us. Oh my god! Got, I know we take over, and we had the giant table in the middle. And you know, obviously, his pizzas are amazing. Yeah, but the pasta there. So were you eating outside? Over, no, no. Okay, because no, no, no. I was going to say there's a whole thing with that. Like there is. Well, I mean, people are like they want to sit at the ice bar, and then they're like they wanted to order food, and I'm like, but if you order food, it's going to get cold. Nobody wants. On it to sit. Okay. At the ice. There was no sitting at the ice bar. The ice oh. bar is really small. You just walk up to it. You just order your drink. Oh, that's and it. And then you go and stand. You know his courtyard yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we did get a hard hat tour of the new place. Oh yeah, the, the Quans, oh, the takeover of Quans. We'll talk about yeah, yeah. But 
Oh, it was so it was so fun. Good. I really was hooked. Good. We were across last week when we broadcasted from the book. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Club. We were right across the way, and I was like, "It's too early for a drink." <laughs> it was Is like it? eleven, and it was like they were clearing off the ice bar, and I was like, "Oh, waving." Yeah, but I do love that one. That's good. Yeah, so I get it now, people. All right, you're hey, in. that's another thing people can send us in. Where's your favorite yeah. ice bar? I know it feels like they're on. I did a roundup of them like a couple weeks ago mm-hmm, on the feed, mm-hmm. and it feels like a, now they're all over the Instagrams. And absolutely, the TikToks absolutely. And then the weird thing is, is that Blondette actually closed theirs down. Well, Pete was actually wondering. I asked him, you know, how long will this go? He's like, you know, I don't know. I think it might melt, but it's what Lexi said, four degrees. So I yeah, think we're no, good. this weekend. But I mean, Blondette kind of put out a thing that they said on their Instagram. They were like, you know, with the warmer temps, and I'm like, um, it's 28. How warm? Nothing is yeah. melting. Right. But they were saying that yeah. they were probably going to close it down. And I was like, oh, maybe it's just too hard or not. Maybe right. maybe people aren't coming downtown for that. I don't know. Yeah, I do want to try Rosalita's. Yeah, that one I think is... Uh, That's on my list. That one, there was a lot of community hanging out there. Yeah. From what I can tell. All right, so my first one is actually going to be the announcement that Bogart's Donuts is officially coming to the Miracle Mile Shopping Center. So... Why ever leave St. Louis St. Park, Louis Park? Never have to leave St. Louis Park again. Apparently, I have become a magnet. I'm wow. sure it's all about me. Absolutely. No. I'm super excited. And it sounds like everybody, I can't even tell you the amount of people who are like so excited that that is Donut Shop coming to the end, the very, very end of the Miracle Mile Shopping Center on Excelsior. Instead and, of what? What was 100. That? Not Hoy Guards, the other end? No, it's the very other end. It's okay, the yeah. end cap on the yeah. other side. Okay. I can't remember what it was. Okay. But, um, you know, there's a little subway. There's a Fratelloni's mm-hmm. in that mall. There's a 1010 Liquors, all sorts of stuff. So now it's a Bogart Donuts, and then they're putting in a whole kitchen, and they're going to do... It's a lot more space, I guess, than their other spot, so... Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's easy to accomplish. Yeah, the other yeah. spot is very tiny. Right. Oh, so. I love Bogarts. I know, and I I'm hoping Bogarts. that there's a little bit of a, that would be great if it signaled some expansion, you know, some some big moves. Right. And I would say this too, the donut moment that they have is like, I know Honey and Rye is up the way and they're also building new bakery stuff right? just up the road, but donuts, that's I a different. I don't think of Honey and Rye. Yeah, no, absolutely. This is a whole yeah. different yeah. bag Honey of donuts. Is where you go get your challah for Friday. Right, yes. exactly. Some pretzels, a, a ham sandwich. That's what you get at Honey okay. and Rye. Thank okay. you very much. Okay, what is your second one? So I asked you if I could talk about something yeah. that's out of state, and I, like we said, I was just in Napa, Sonoma, Napa Valley. Um, I had it on my list, and I don't know how I found this, but then two different people recommended it to us. El Molino Central is a Mexican restaurant. It is the... Where is it? It's in Sonoma. Sonoma County. It's in Sonoma proper oh the, sonoma city it's in sonoma little tiny town yeah. yes it's outside of the main square so sonoma is all about their little old square there yes and we stayed out of that area and so this was coincidentally at the end of our block oh oh my gosh the best chili killies i'm gonna say it i think it's the best chili killies i've ever had oh really yes and i get chili killies everywhere where chili killies are available right and i really like to say that word Chilaquiles. Chilaquiles. it was fantastic and it's uh, you you the whole building is just the kitchen. You go, you stand in line, you order your food, yeah. and there's several different outdoor seating areas. They have heaters out. It's adorable. Oh. I'll, I'll post I'll post it on yes. my Instagram if you anybody should. wants to go. Alex Lodner, but <laughs> it's so good. And they are uh, James Beard. No, I'm sorry, they're Michelin. They're in the Michelin Guide, so they have a little Michelin. Um, plaque there. Yes, and uh, oh, it was so good. And I have to say. 
Northern California is not really my mecca, but the your people jam? there, yeah, the best, the nicest, most laid back, chill people. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was so great. Oh, we'll cool. We'll talk about it later. But yes, El Molino. Yeah, we're gonna tell here so all about good. your trip in just a minute. Um, I'm gonna give you my last one, and then we'll oh please we'll kick yes. to that. Um, my last one is going to be the actual, it's the Sunday roast that's happening at Lynn Hall. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard yes. they're doing I this. Cool, you went, yes. Yeah, they're cool that they're like on Sunday nights from 4.30 to 8.30, they have a special menu and they're calling it the Sunday roast. And it's at the Lynn Hall in Uptown, which is it's open in again. private space, right? It's anywhere. Oh, it's anywhere. We sat okay. in the main area, but it, oh, it's nicer did. to sit in the in the private space in the little by room. the fireplace. Yeah. That would be where I would choose to sit next right, time. Right. Um, and it literally was just kind of awesome to like have this cute little menu, you know, with the little drawings on it mm-hmm. and stuff. And then you just pick, you know, it's definitely meant to be shared. So you could like the two of us could go sit down and order, you know, the porchetta or order a roast chicken or order the prime rib, you know, those kind of big hearty things. They all come with a little Yorkshire pudding type, you know, popover. Love. Oh, wow. Uh Crispy smashed potatoes. They were perfectly crispy smashed. Like that way that you get that crisp edge to it, but that's still hot and like soft on the inside. Loved it. Um, Which I've tried at home and I can't do it. I can't do them. I I know I can't do them. So, Had that, um, and then there's like all these great sides, and there's vegetarian options, so it's not just meaty. Well, what's the price point on something? You like know, that? there was. Oh, I have to kind of look it okay. up, but I mean, like, it's not a thing. Like, you can order a la carte. You okay. can make it however you want to do. But they're definitely meant to share. Like, it wasn't a thing. Like, you're gonna sit and have your each gonna have your own thing of popover, okay. or I mean, of yeah. of like pork because it's a lot. Well, anytime you make a porchetta, yeah. Well, and I just that's what I was wondering because it almost sounds like the kind of thing, but that you would want to almost do every Sunday for the duration of winter. Well, it kind of feels like you could, but if it depends on the price point, I right, suppose, right, right. But, yeah. but I do think if you share that, get a couple sides. There was like a mushroom polenta side that was yeah. outstanding. There was there was oh, a yeah. mushroom pie, like a little mincemeat pie, but it was mushroom. Fantastic. Oh, so good. Fantastic. Well, and and Linden Hall for people who haven't been there, it is the most comfortable yeah. welcoming accessible space we're not talking about fancy get dressed up for a set no no just it's it sounds like the it's the perfect space for a su- comfy sunday, sunday winter dinner yeah and if you're out doing like art shanties and you're out doing you know all the stuff around lake harriet that's right. going on right you know right. tomorrow i think it's today the kite festival is today but like you know there's all sorts of stuff you could be doing tomorrow and then you want to just kind of like you don't really want to cook but you want to be warmed up you go to the lynn hall in uptown perfect i know it's pretty great all right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, Alex is going to talk about her trip to Napa. All right, we'll be right back. Twas the night after Christmas. Up at the North Pole, all the cookies Santa had eaten had taken their toll. Oh, ho, ho. 396 million cookies were inhaled by that guy. But did Santa throw in the towel? No, he joined the Y. It doesn't matter what you did over the holidays. The Y has people who can help you reset and reach your goals. Join now for $0 enrollment through January 19th. Learn more at ymcanorth.org. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us this Saturday, this last Saturday of January. Maybe you would rather be somewhere else. Maybe you'd rather be in Napa or mm. in Sonoma. So our dear friend Alex, who is here filling in for Shanson while she's in Mexico, Mexico is going to tell us a little bit about your trip to wine country. Yes, wasn't quite the, Mexico. Give us the four one one girl. Yeah, Hanson sent me pictures of her breakfast. Like, okay, thanks. Right. 
Oh my gosh, it was wonderful. So it was I flew good. into, I actually flew into Oakland, stayed in San Francisco with my friend for a night, and then we drove up to Sonoma. We stayed in Sonoma. Like I said, weirdly, I've never been. And so when people find that out, they think it's weird as a food writer. But yeah, but that's a thing. It's like it's a it's a very specific kind of trip. I mean, like yeah, I've you know always, I mean? it's been on the bucket list forever. Sure. Just you know, life happens. So I finally got there. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, loved Sonoma way better than Napa, and I've heard from people that Napa used to kind of be the place to go, yeah. and now it's 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 like Disneyland. Sonoma is definitely more. Um, earthy, yeah. I don't know. It's earth. just down to earth, but it yeah. is a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's. I mean, considerably bigger. Yeah. So we, I loved that we stayed in this most adorable Airbnb in Sonoma, and you know their streets are all yes. wonky, and oh my gosh, it was so cute, and we had great food. I specifically chose two vineyards to visit and when you read the tour guides or the travel guides they all say you know choose between two to four vineyards wineries a day i don't know who they're talking to but we did one a day and that was we couldn't do another another one, one. no and we got the cheese plate and you're doing this place. in january yeah it just got back yeah so this was just last weekend weather i got could not have gotten luckier. Obviously, they had the terrible rains and flooding there. Yeah, I was worried about that for you. And I got there. It was sunshine. It was 60 degrees. It was stunning. You could tell, like, some of the fields really look like a lake. Like, I didn't know, not being from there, I didn't know, is that, is this supposed to be a lake? Yeah. Or is this somebody's field? Yeah. And, but we got really lucky everywhere we went and we had planned to make, to go to was perfectly fine. So I specifically wanted to try two different kinds of wineries i wanted a really modern one got and it and i wanted a really old world an one. old world vines. so we went Good. the first one we went to was ashes and diamonds <gasps> which is really modern the building is if you look it up it's stunning it's it's the photos really do it justice it's exactly what it's like inside all mid-century modern it's oh, all cool. windows it's like a block of windows very mid all the if you know mid-century modern furniture it's all the classics you've got yeah. the eiffel chairs you've got the, the wound eames, chairs you've got the yeah. eames you get everything and our our guy was amazing you know he comes and talks talks to you about each one you know how it goes yeah. and then we got a gorgeous uh cheese platter and and we loved that experience that very very modern experience he talked about sustainability about everything is organic he talked about the soil the next day we went to Buena Vista, oh. which is could not have been more the opposite. You walk up this windy path that yeah. is olive, you know, old, old, old growth olive trees. And there's a creek running through it. It's like an Italian villa. Wow. Chandeliers. Think, you know, dark brown leather couches. Yeah. You're sitting next to barrels. So very, very clean and modern. And now we're talking old town, old world felt like you're in Italy. Gorgeous in a completely different way. We had, a, we loved, loved our girl. Her name was Millie, like my daughter. Mm-hmm. So we loved it. And she was completely different. She left us alone. She talked about the wine and how, why she loved it. And then she went away. And then she went away. And it was both, both experiences were wonderful and very different. Ways. Fun though, so oh that you're not getting, gosh, you don't get a sick of it, right? I mean, I can't imagine going. Yeah. I mean, you're getting eight, and these are sips. generous pours. Are you paying for your sips? No. And how we, does it go? I did it. Well, I think I think you can do it several different ways. Okay. I wanted to have a reservation. I wanted to know when. So I actually booked us 
tastings. Tastings. And then you can add online, you can add, I want a meat and cheese platter, I want a cheese platter, or nothing at all. So I don't know. I would say it was maybe around $40 a person for each. Just for the tastings, though? Just for the tastings. I did not do any tours. You can also do a tour where they'll walk you through the winery. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm good. I don't need yeah, to hear about that. your vines. Yeah, no, you've seen it. I just wanted to sit down and have a really flight. cool people. Well, and so my friend no longer, um, <clears throat> excuse me, can no longer drink red wine. It affects her badly. So it's, it was supposed to be a red wine tasting. They were they were like, no problem. We'll bring you my favorites. They were excited to show off their whites. Their whites. Fine. So it was really very very adaptable. Wow. Yeah. Did you feel like, okay, so one of the things is like, we all know that like the biggest time in the Sonoma Napa area is harvest. Yes. People tend to flock during the harvest. Correct. And they've, I've long heard that the really the best time to go is Mm -hmm. in January because it's off harvest. It's off season. It's off holiday. It's kind of the slow time and you get a little bit more attention. You get a little bit more, there's more openings. You don't have to Mm -hmm. fight for space. You don't have to fight tour buses. I would say Did you that's find exactly that? correct. Okay. Was, they was, it was never so quiet that it was weird, right? Yeah. You're not the only person in that tasting room right? where you're like, what's wrong with this place? Right. But uh, yes, absolutely. There were no tour buses. There was at Buena Vista, I want to say there were maybe a, two of the the girl group yeah. for a weekend, seven yeah. girls or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, there was, there was none of that. It was quiet. Maybe that's why I had such a great experience because the per, the people that talked us through the wines were so attentive, but they each, again, they each had their own personality. Yeah. So yeah, I would say that's a fantastic time to come. You you have to get lucky with the weather, right? It could have rained us out completely. True. But I got very lucky. It was absolutely stunning. And the olive trees and yeah, you're right. The the vines were very low. Everything yeah. was done. Yeah. So I don't even know, honestly, if they how it would have not been a very interesting tour had they given. Well, I think there's still the the discussions and like what they're doing sure. and there's the sure. aging process and there's you can see barrel rooms and yeah, things you like can that. Go into the barrel room. And I like to have discussions that I don't need to see the grapes in order to understand what's going on. A lot right. of people like want to walk through grapey fields and I've done that too and that is right. fun. Yes, but like to be able to pull a grape off of a vine and taste it and be like, wow, that's a Chardonnay grape or you know what I mean? Right. Like, yes. I think that those are interesting, but I that's not my only way to appreciate it. So right. I love that. Well, and one of the reasons that I did not choose to do those is because we knew there was that horrible weather that they had. And so I had no idea. No. Are we weird. even going to be? I'm not walking anywhere. And yeah. they would have canceled them anyway during the you know, tsunamis. Yeah. But it was it was absolutely lovely. Worth the wait. Did you eat in town? We ate in town. We So we, like I said, we stayed a little bit outside of Sonoma. It was okay. in Sonoma, but it wasn't in the main area. So we ate at El Molino, like I said, oh, a yeah. couple of times because it was so good. And then we ate, uh, we had great coffee. I'm actually wearing the Napa Valley oh. coffee t-shirt right now. Sure. And um, did we eat other than that? Yeah. But, you know, it wasn't, that's not what the tour was. The first night we were there and yeah. we went to that Ashes and Diamonds place yeah. and we had the cheese tray. We didn't even have dinner. We went oh, back to our yeah. Airbnb thinking, oh, we'll just We'll just snack later. later. No. It was so comfortable. Yeah. I think I want to do like, I was thinking about this as like for my birthday, you know, going forward. I don't mind. I think this might be the last one I spend in Minnesota. <laughs> as you should. I know. And I'm I think never I might, spending it in Minnesota again. Yeah. I might take my birthday, which is always the last weekend of January. Yeah. Usually, you know, I wouldn't 
sort of like to take it out and about. Yeah. And maybe I go to New Orleans to visit my friend Tracy when she's down there. And right. but maybe I I don't mind. I mean, I think that would be kind of a fun way to do that is to take like the whole week and just like go to vineyards and everything else in Napa. Well, they have great Airbnbs there. So great. And I would definitely do the Airbnb, the hotel situation. I mean, there's smaller hotels there, which is lovely because you're not dealing with huge places. But yeah, I love it. Weekend. I love it. Okay, there you go. There's your Napa Sonoma trip by Alex. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us today. Um, I think that this is, I think we have formally crossed over into soup season officially. Okay. I mean, I think it's been here and I think that when it's chilled out and everything else, but I think there's something about like midwinter soup, right? Yeah. Like you almost like you dabble in it beforehand, but you're kind of relying on it now. When you're cooking a lot around the holidays, so you're not really going to invest in making a big old soup. Right. Because it's feasting and it's a lot of roasting and it's a lot of like Mm -hmm. big platters and lots of people. And it's harder, even though stone soup is a, is, (laughs) is about bringing people together. Um, you know, I think that that does the, it is a little harder to just make soup be the star. So that's why January and February and March, you kind of get into that space where you sort of really feel like soup is everything. Um, we're calling it. We're calling it. And I got to tell you that there's kind of a moment that soup is having on the socials. Okay. So there's a whole thing. It sounds like, and this is if you haven't, you know, I'm not talking about George Costanza and his in Seinfeld. Do you remember his, his big line of like, I got to focus. He's standing in line for the soup Nazi. Yeah. And he stands, he's like, I got to focus. I'm shifting into soup mode. You remember that? <laughs> That's that clip is all over the place. Okay. Um, and then there's the one, I guess, Adam driver, uh, and the clip from girls talks about good soup. Well, all of that is being sampled and turned into, and there are definitely this collection of people they're calling, they're kind of called soup girls. Okay. And it's about it's about these people who are totally into soup and soup and everything, right? Okay. And they're so there's soup people on TikTok. There's a soup, soup people. Soup soup girls. Like they are self-identifying sure. as soup girls. Okay. Are are they all named Ashley? No, I they're not they won't tell you cuz they're okay. they're just like their handles are, you know, whatever they are. Right. But um there is one there's a subreddit dedicated. Do you ever go to on Reddit? Yes, unfortunately. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole subreddit on just called R Soup. Right. You know, if you know anything about Reddit. And it's just like Pizzoli, picture of Pizzoli. Oh, like, okay. You know, Avgolemono. I know how to say that. Avgolemono. Av- you know, the, the lemon soup, the Greek lemon soup. Oh, God, I love that one. At Christos, they make oh, a really good one. It's like an egg lemon soup. Yep. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Ham hock red split pea soup over a fire. Um, people are posting recipes of 31 days of soup, uh, chicken enchilada soup. I mean, it's just like, if you are into soup, these people, everybody is like, it's a thing now. I mean, like it's always been a thing. This is a part of that thing where it's like, look, how long have we been making soup in our lives? Forever. Did I miss the soup walks on Grand and are they still doing that? I don't know about that. Yeah, I haven't heard. I haven't heard. They're usually the Grand Meander. Haven't you judged it before? Yes, but I haven't heard anything for a while. Okay. Um, but there it is. So there is, uh, there's like this person named, I'm going to put them up here on TikTok, Delicious, the Hayden Delicious says or something like that. But I will put a link to this TikTok if you're into this, but there's like all of this soup, you know, he's got a lot of stuff on here, but I guess he's really known for this. Is he giving recipes? Yes. Okay. Like chicken, wild rice soup. Mm. He's got, uh, the, oh, that's a tart. Um, but he's got a whole bunch of like, he's got one called, you guys, pickle soup. Nope. Yeah. Is that a no? Yeah. It's, but it's, it's, it's pickle soup, but it's not like, it's not a, it's like a traditional. I, 
thing. Like, it's not like a like a joke soup. No, I feel like Elizabeth Reese just talked on the air about something like that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He's it's basically. Um, it's called Zupa Orogochka or something, I think, or Gorchkova. Is there like sausage in it or something? It or? looks like it's russet potato, so it's a potato soup oh, okay. with, you know, carrots, celery, onion, garlic, and then flour, salt, pepper, four to six cups of vegetable, chicken broth, heaping of a heat, one heaping of dill pickles, chopped, pickle brine, fresh dill, thyme, and then freshly grated Havarti cheese and heavy cream i don't really want my soup tangy oh oh my god this is interesting he says if you like dill i grew up eating this with garlic bread a large pot over high heat do all those things he's got a whole recipe for it but you guys it looks really looks a little broken in his because the pickle brine yeah it's going to be interesting but it doesn't look like it's i don't understand if that's really the way that it goes i can see the really tiny chopped up pickles yeah i don't know about the brine i know I don't mind that. I mean, it just depends on how much you use, right? Yeah. But yeah, yeah it looks like it's it's um, it causes a little bit of a with the cream. It doesn't look like it's really combined in the is right it way. Curdling. It is a little curdly looking. <laughs> no. But nonetheless, this is the thing. Is like everyone is onto this big soup thing, um, and there's a lot of people who say that it's a really cozy part of the internet because it's all just like. You know, people talking about soup and like cozy things. And what I was to thinking, wear when you're eating soup, <laughs> like neutral tone knits, oh, freshly brewed hot drinks. <laughs> These are the hashtags. Flickering candles. I was joking about no. the what to wear. Oh no! <laughs> this is what it is. Large brimmed yes, felt hats. I know. V- videos of tantalizing soup recipes and cute baby Yoda memes offer a way to take a break from all the toxic stuff. Okay. Wow, that's putting a lot on soup. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot of pressure. It's on a soup. lot of pressure on split pea, is what I'm going to tell you. <laughs> but nonetheless, we love it, right? And okay. I love. And so I want to talk about what are your favorite soups that you do you like to make soup? Yes, I make my. Well, originally my grandmother's, then my mom's, then my own chicken, very boring chicken soup. Yeah. But we all have changed it a little tiny bit, and it's just all the things you know. You make the mirepoix, and then we put the. Uh, Thighs, preferably yep. bone-in thighs, which somehow are weirdly hard to find lately. Oh, yeah, because everybody wants them. Right. And so you put that in there, um, celery and parsley, fresh parsley. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, paprika. Just, you know, it's it's obviously very flexible thing. And then at Cub, they have these specific teeny tiny broken egg noodles. Oh, yeah. By Manashevitism or Osem, which is an Israeli company. And I love putting as many of those in my soup as possible. Okay. And then I grew up eating what they're calling soup croutons. Yes. It's by a company called Osem, O-S-E-M. Okay. You can get it at most of the cubs, for sure, the one by your house. Yeah, yeah. And they're yellow, bright yellow, little tiny, crunchy, Croutons. Croutons. Yeah. Little toasty bread bits. They're not bread. Oh, they're not bread. They're something. I don't know. I didn't question it. I was a a child. (laughs) But that's how I grew up eating soup. I ate that chicken soup with With, the noodle, with those exact noodles, with those exact, and they're called shkadim. Shkadim. In Hebrew. And that's what how we grew up. That you, you, you did not have soup if you didn't have shkadim. Okay. Yeah. Is there is there a chicken soup in town that you can advocate for? Boy, you know what? I just had an amazing one in Napa. I mean, yeah. Uh, they had they put dill in theirs, dill and lemon in theirs, and it was yes. a matzo ball. It was yes. amazing. Is amazing. there a matzo soup that you love in town? 
Cecil's. That's the one I said. We both shrugged our shoulders and said Cecil's at the same time. Because it's so, it's reliable. It may not be like, it may not blow your mind, but it is sturdy, reliable, very, very good. And isn't that what you want from soup? That's kind of, well, chicken soup Do you want a revelation in your soup or do you want? Well, it depends. I I do want revelations every once in a while. Every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. But I do love a solid chicken soup and Cecil's is it. Yes, absolutely. And then for me, uh, a go-to is, you know, anytime you find a really good wild rice soup, which is a what's Minnesota yours? Thing. Yeah, I know. What's yours? Um, you know, I really like the one. They hardly ever have it, but they have a turkey one at Keys. Oh, yeah. It's, it's got pulled turkey yeah, in it. Yeah, I like that. It's They very rarely have it. Okay. But it's fantastic. I have to say, shout out to Yum Kitchen, Patty oh, Soskins. for sure, for he, sure. Just put chicken wild rice soup on their menu this last season, and oh, really? for winter they had so a whole had menu it a change. Few times already, I didn't yeah. realize I've had. Okay. They had. They, she just put it on the menu, okay. and it's you guys. It is so good. Speaking of egg sandwiches, so, oh I know. Hey Brian, if you're still listening, egg salad sandwich with at dill yum. at yum. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to me about split pea soup. Do you have any things? Do you have any cultural feelings about that? Have you? Is it a thing for you or not? It's not. I don't mind it yeah my, my i have a little bit of a traumatic experience with split pea soup in that we go to the split pea festival in somerset wisconsin in june and so these guys go on a run i'm not kidding they go on a i don't know a 5k and then they get split pea soup first weekend and maybe second weekend in june okay. only in wisconsin um I have to say, it's a very sort of northern... I feel like it's a very northern thing. I feel oh, like... Oh, yeah, I'd never heard of it. Yeah, okay, here. you haven't? No. Okay, so mm-hmm. like my mom, I remember... Because it's green, you know? Split peas are basically it's lentils. It's not a pretty green either. It's sort of a... Well, it's pretty as in the eye of the moon. I think it's a mossy green. It's a very... Is you it? know? Uh, okay. I like I it. I won't say what I think. But green I know. But I honestly... My mom used to make ham and split, split pea soup. And I think I... Didn't like it when I was a kid, but yeah. yet I would, you know, we'd eat it. Yes. And now I like crave it and well, you know I want how, it. Yeah. And you know how we were talking about it depends on who's behind the bar for yeah. the cocktail. Yeah. Depends on who's cooking the soup. Who's cooking it's the soup. Some, there's that list of, it, you know, if, if, yeah. if Karin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Split pea soup. Karin, please I'll make us there. some split I'll, pea soup. I, I don't care. Don't even yeah. tell me what's in it. Yeah. So it just depends on who's making it. I'm going to put up a recipe for an Instant Pot split pea soup on the uh, internets because it has a little bit of lardone instead of just ham. Oh, it's got the wow, crispy got bacon bits. Yeah. And I think, I think to me, that's what I do. Like, mm-hmm. Meyer just made me some cauliflower soup, you know, and we, to give to my mom too. And it was like, this cauliflower soup, it just wasn't like, it just it depends on the, the amount of care that's put into you know like the blending of it and Mm -hmm. the pureeing and then what additives are you putting mushrooms in there are you putting other things to make it silky smooth is there a touch of cream is there not is it all of this stuff is like what makes i think in my mind soup so magical because it's a degrees moment right it's like experimentation yes and it's everything that you have in the refrigerator and then sometimes it works and sometimes it's don't I made I made bean soup with uh with these you know beans that had been dried and were sitting in my you know these dry beans are sitting in my and I was trying to play that game of like I'm not going to go to the grocery store this week I'm just going to use up stuff in my fridge and it was really just a throw together and it was delicious I bet. and I loved it and I thought about it more in terms of I need to always make sure that whenever I'm getting my rotisserie chickens to make more stock from the bones so that I have more opportunities to make soup whenever yes. I want to right right and I think that. Anytime you make something hearty like that, like a bean, adding a smoky ham is always... I had the last of my pulled pork out of the freezer from New Year's. You know what I mean? And so that was like perfect. Yeah. And I did not grow up with 
ham or beef or no. that sausage in soup. No. And so I, I like the ham in there. I like that. Yeah. Just add that smokiness. Soup and sandwiches. Okay. <laughs> This, this is, is the year of soup and sandwiches. It's a really bad time of the day to have this radio show. Yes, it is because you guys starving. leave starving. You mm-hmm. leave starving. All right, I'm gonna. We're gonna take a quick break, you guys, and uh, when we come back, we're actually gonna wrap it up. So we might talk about soup. We might not. There might be more things to say. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. I'm Steph March. I've been here with Alex this morning. Good morning, <laughs> lady Happy around weekend. town, eater of things and drinker <laughs> of drinks, small drinks. Little drinks. Well, big drinks, just big drinks, one. Just one of them. Yes. Though. Solo drinks. I like this. Um, do You didn't do Dry January. <laughs> no. No. I mean, pretty much, but uh, that's just my every month. Right. Plus, I went to Napa, so no. So no. No. Yeah. No. So w- walking into February looks a little bit like, plus it's a birthday month. That's usually why I don't commit to a Dry January, too, is like, you know. Absolutely. But it's a birthday month for you. It There's is. Valentine's Day coming up. Ew. Ew. <laughs> my feelings about these things but about um, valentine's day there is gonna be a, a galentine's kind of, uh, yeah so i actually <clears throat> never have never celebrated galentine's before oh. and i might get to go to a thing that i don't know much about so i won't even mention it but there, there might be a thing in my future for galentine's okay well i know there's something at milkham yards is planned oh cool yeah i'm not quite sure but they're doing galentine's and raising money for reproductive rights oh, and hey. things like that which okay. i think is a great use oh, of galentine's day no is galentine's a day is it the 13th it's supposed to no it's supposed to be the weekend before okay because this one that the event that i was just told about is the 15th which i thought was kind of weird because Aren't I mean, you it's, over it's, all it's, things Valentine at that but point? But it's not really a real thing. Right. <laughs> so. But I mean, like, the chocolates are on clearance at Target on the 15th. So. Which is great. Well, yeah. I mean, come yep, on. Absolutely. I know. It should maybe be the second weekend after so that everything can be. I just off. think it could be the entire month if you want right. it to be. Well, my birthday is exactly a week after Valentine's Day. So okay. I kind of save my energy for. Right. I just want to celebrate just me. Right. Right. Well, and I have. Uh, you know, my best Valentine ever was Giant Baby. He'll be turning 20 on yeah. February 13th. Yep. So usually I get out of it by doing that, having parties for him and not caring about Valentine's Absolutely. Day. But you got nonetheless, out of it by giving birth. I just do, I, you know, love love and all the rest. Um, but the weird part is, too, is that there's like the Super Bowl is on that same weekend. Super Bowl Which is one? that Sunday. It's like the 12th. Oh, yeah. okay. So that it's the weekend before. Late, right? It is a little bit later than okay. normal. Yeah. Um, I so, can't believe I knew that. I know. Well done, you. <laughs> Have you seen the chili cheese beer situation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I almost brought we you. We do some? not have enough time to talk about how I feel about chili cheese beer. I, you know what? Dang it! I wish have I would have brought it? some. Yes. What did you think? You guys, it's not no. bad. It doesn't what taste does it like taste cheese. Like? The worst part of a chili cheese beer would be if it tasted like like cheese. like nacho cheese. That would be my estimation, right? But if you think about it, like a michelada has like sort of those like those like chili notes and spiciness to it. That's like when you bring that little, that clear beer up to your face, you're getting like a taco Tuesday moment. You're getting like tacos and sort of like, you know, hot chili and like warm spices. And then you sip it and it's like a corn lager. So it kind of works out. Okay. Yeah. It's not, the worst part of it would be having your, which is funny because of course in the upper Midwest, beer cheese soup is a thing. Well, so would this be amazing in your beer cheese soup? I think it wouldn't even be enough in your beer cheese soup. 
I think yes, you should try it if you're okay. going to go get some. You it definitely would do that. Okay. But I think like for me, a beer cheese soup, I want a really big like ale presence, and this is not. Oh, that. it's not even that beery. No, it's not. It's okay. a very light corn lager, and so so what's the point? It's got that spicy chili note to it. Oh, it's got okay. a little bit of spice to it, okay. but it does. If you're thinking, if your brain says chili cheese, and you start to drink it, you will think chili cheese. Like you will be like, yep. Okay. It's kind of surprising. It feels like the chapsticks from Star and Tribune at the fair. Well, it is a stunt beer. You know right. what I mean? And the brewers were talking about it like, you know, we do this in in August for sure, State Fair, fun. so why it's not fun. have something else fun during the year? Why can't we yeah. have more than that? I say do you. Do you. But I will not be drinking that. Okay. Well, I'm I you know, the hard part for it is you can go try it at Modest Brewing, right. which is a tap room in North Loop. You can go there and try it. I don't know if they still have any left, but you, okay. they definitely did have some. <clears throat> and then it was for sale online. Yeah, I saw that. And I don't know if it sold out yet or not, but you can buy it and have it delivered to your house. Well, so I don't drink beer, but I love going to the breweries if I go with friends and paying for the little sample cup they give yeah. you. You know, those little itty bitty, what is it, two ounces? Sure. And I'll just say, can I just pay yeah. for one of those? Yeah. And I would totally try that. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's it's and then take the rest home and put it in my soup. Today would be an interesting day to go do that, maybe. Would it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if they have any left. Or I'm not. going to Westside today. Oh, you are. Yes. I know. You've a, a couple me people. Into it. My friend Marcus Hansen is pouring uh, wines between one and three at Westside. I so. will probably be there right about one. I yeah. mean, that's a good. You go that's say hi to him. Okay. Um, speaking of beer and things, uh, Bricksworth Beer Company is open. Is sort of opening on the first officially, but they I think they're kind of sneaky open this weekend. Okay. Um, it's the brewery from Burnsville, which took over. Darby's in North Loop, which happens to be just across from Modest Brewing, right oh, over yes, that area. Yes, yes, I know. Where you're so about. the old Darby space right. is turning into oh, Bricksworth beer. That area where Modest I know. Is. Yeah, and they have great Detroit style pizza over there. Mm-hmm. So that's a good that's a good thing to know. It's a very good thing to eat with your chili cheese with your chili cheese situation. Is a pizza? Do you did you hear that the Kieran's Kitchen is closing temporarily? I did. Yeah. So What's they're happening? just going to reconcept. It looks like yeah. they're going to reconcept. It looks like they're going to move the business model around. It wasn't it's not doing what they wanted to do. Um, it sounds like that you know with the red table transitioning to be Lowry Hill yeah. provisions. Right. It's a good moment for everybody to kind of get square with what they need to do, and we'll see right. what happens. Well, you were talking about business before, and I think I definitely trust what he's doing with his business. If he if he is thinking this, who's is the he? Thing. I'm sorry, Kieran. Okay. Yes. Yeah. If you know, I think that they know what they're doing over there. The food building. The food yeah. building, yeah. And, you know, I know that 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 kitchen, that Kieran's Kitchen has become a great spot to go pick up, you know, Alimente pastas. You can get Bakersfield right. flour. You know, you can buy the products that they're making. But then you can also have, you know, sort of the um, the prepared foods. They had a great grilled cheese there that I used to get all the time. Speaking of grilled cheese. Alamar. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, I know that they, you can still get your Bakersfield flour there. You can still order online and then pick it up there if that's the easiest place for you to do it. Okay. So they do have that. Well, but they, but the rest of the place will be, the the restaurant part will be closed through the winter, hoping, hopefully opening in spring. Do they have an outdoor space? They have a little teeny. They have some. They have some little cute uh, tables out front usually, and then they have a big green space next door, which they've done pizza pop ups. Right, that's but, what I was thinking of. Okay. Yeah, okay. but they haven't. It's not like really tricked out. It's not yeah. like a patio. It's just a green space. Right, but it's a much more casual restaurant. You go super casual. Take your stuff to go and sit down somewhere. Yeah. All right. If you're doing the Great Northern this weekend, 
if you're doing anything, there's the Great Northern. It kind of starts this weekend. There's a lot of cool symposiums. There's some cool like lectures happening all over the place. Um, but if you want a little bit more fun, you can head to Malcolm Yards has the sauna villages. Oh, that's right. right? So they've got the sauna village and they have the ice shot wall. Where they are, what is that? yeah. I don't you know do you order that. these little ice shots. You get an ice shot. It's in a glass. It's yeah. in an ice glass. Yeah, we had that at at Red Wagon at that yes. ice bar. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. And then yeah. once you do your drink, you do yeah. your shot. And then it's kind of this moment of like, well, what do you do with it now? You throw it in the ground and say, oh, yeah. No, but they have a wall. They've built oh. an ice wall that you're allowed to take your shot glass and just freaking hurl it so it's kind of a rage room it's a little bit like maybe if you have feelings against winter maybe that's how you want to take it out yeah this might be good for for me yeah she's uh she's definitely listening this one so and i know that they have um they have some stuff cool stuff going on today um over at malcolm yards too some speakers and things like that they always do that is that is the place to be every season. I know. Um, all right. That's all that. If you're doing the Winter Carnival, uh, I would say head to Waldman to watch the Grand Day Parade today because that's where the Krampus are. And, and we love wear Krampus. long underwear. I know. All right, everybody. Have a great one. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Stay warm.